Hello, everybody. We have a very special episode of Bachelor Rush Hour for you today. As you guys know, I'm trying a few different things with the format, including interviews in my car. Uh, you know, you got to love the conversations that happen in the car. And our first alumni to ever do the podcast here is Susie Evans. We were lucky enough to have Reality Steve a few weeks back. I'm going to try to make these a more regular occurrence, but here is my full conversation with Susie Evans that takes place in our car driving around Santa Monica. You're going to love it. If you want to watch this, you can go check out this same full conversation on YouTube over the weekend. But in the meantime, here it is, my conversation with Susie Evans. Susie Evans, welcome. Thank you. driving with Dave. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. All right, let's go for a roll. Let's go for a roll in the Prius. I'm so excited you could do my chat here. Because I couldn't afford Hannah Brown. <laughs> so I'm gonna off brand Hannah Brown right here. How does that feel? It's Getting like, compared to one of the biggest bachelor or reality stars of all time before you even get on the show. Honestly, it's great because like if you think about it, let's say Hannah Brown's Target. I'm Walmart. There you go. Off brand still major. Everyone, Walmart's big. Everyone knows Walmart. You Black still Friday love deals, it. big deal. Huge. People wait outside for it. You know what I mean? So but I really can't complain. Here's what I like about you. I, I like anyone in Bachelor Nation that has a skill set, which isn't everybody. A lot of okay. people, but you've got cinematography, mm-hmm. camera work. So I, I'm just trying to impress you with my, <laughs> speaking of Walmart setup here. <laughs> the setup is legit. Yeah. No, well, it's actually so good. We're going to lose a camera. Something's going to fall. We don't know what it is yet. And I'm we're just going to be it. okay with it. I'm ready for it for sure. How's the West Coast treating you? So good. I've been back and forth, East Coast, West Coast for like two months now and I'm officially on the west coast like in my own spot signed a lease I'm like locked in to LA amazing and um what day do you start filming Bachelor in Paradise (laughs) (laughs) what's that I thought you were trying to sneak some is a couple of sneaky ones well I actually have a wedding right in the middle of Paradise filming so they're gonna let you leave for the wedding and come back they haven't said that they haven't said that yet no they definitely maybe not this year but it's on the table well I don't know. I'm almost 30. Oh, you're done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did I just hit a... Was that... <laughs> was that a person? I think that was... Was that Hannah Someone's, Brown? Yeah, <laughs> Did I just gone. take the spot? She's got insurance. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, you're almost... Th- wow. Yeah. I know. Not that, there, not that there's an age limit on it, but I do think, like, the biggest thing, like, one of the things that I've said with the show is, like, the I just don't want this to prolong really finding my person any longer are we still using bachelor terms my person yeah yeah (laughs) because when you speak to them and you speak in their language like you you have to say you know what i mean it's like i just don't want this to interfere with that do you feel like you like would you prefer i mean i think i think i know the answer but would you prefer meeting someone within the bachelor community or outside it i think outside would be great but i'm but inside, you might get that free wedding, you know, the whole... It's true. The, I mean, there is, like, there. It's a, there's a true there is. monetary thing if you yeah. can link up with a bachelor person. No, that's actually very true. Um, I don't know. 
I don't know if that's like as appealing to me though, because in all honesty, I think I'm a little bit vain for that, you know, for the the attention to be about my relationship rather than me. You want something better <laughs> than a like meandering twenty-something guy that doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. Yeah. And I said my wife said the same thing, and she ended up with me. I was like, oh, oh, we got to make it work now. All right, I do it. I do this thing where I, I can I um I like to blur something out. I want to ask you, and you can answer or not, but I'm going to blur out your answer regardless. Okay. Who? From the bachelor world has aggressively slid into your DMs. Nobody. I'm gonna blur that out either way. <laughs> Nobody. You're, Nobody. You're full of shit. No, I mean people. Justin. Have... No, we're friends. Mm. He's never asked me on a date. Never what you, asked what, me. What have you guys done as friends? Like, what have you hung out? Um, have you hung out alone together? So we shot a video together in his home city, Baltimore, because we were both on the East Coast. We had the that. same management team. Um, I helped him shoot a video, and then I was like, hey, like, let's do a video for my blog. And then, yeah, I've seen him twice since being here in group settings. And, yeah, I mean, I pretty much assume, like, everybody's my friend until they make it known otherwise. You okay. Know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you know, to be honest, my wife was that way with me where we were friends. And one day I was like, I'm not trying to be friends. And I had to, like, <laughs> claw out of the friend zone. But she was like, oh, okay, well, cool. Like, she just didn't know. And I was like, no, you yeah. think guys are just this nice to you? Like, I mean, not, not to say guys. I, I mean, <laughs> I think that all people the, should be nice, but, but no, you're come right. on. No, I think that's actually such a valid point. And I think that all the time. And, like, my brother will be like, Susie, like, no dude is just, like, trying to help you with that's why nice guys build are scary. your furniture yeah yeah no there's no ikea pro bono work out there <laughs> you're trying to get it in this is the true. dresser to bed yeah <laughs> uh pipeline is a very short one yeah you're right and I, honestly i'm a fool sometimes and i just think oh these people are so nice i had this girl back broke my heart years ago mm. she asked me to help her build her ikea bookshelf because her ex-boyfriend punched it and broke <gasps> it and I was like, the metaphor here that I'm repeating. Mm, and of course, the codependent person in me was like, I'll fix anything in your yeah, life. I'll fix everything. But then what I found out after she broke my heart is there was probably another guy that oh. she called on to fix. And I didn't punch anything, but I think metaphorically, yeah. oh. you know, so I'm just for the for words of the wise. There's no such thing as a nice guy out there. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, but, you know, it's that's that's the world. But when you speak of like um, ulterior motives, you're in the bachelor world now. Mm -hmm. So are, is your guard up more when for someone sure. messages you or? For sure. Well, nobody, I've not been, I've been asked on one date since my breakup with Clayton. What was the date to do? Um, well, it was a guy that I was kind of hanging out with. And so, like, he was like, oh, we should go on a date. And then we ended up just, like, kind of calling the whole thing off. Like, it just, what we just really weren't meant to be. But um, I guess it started out as more casual. And I just was like, I don't want to, like, go out and, like, draw attention to, like, being with somebody, like, after my breakup. So, like, it was very casual. That was on me. Um, but how do you have, and in, in respectfully, I'm going to use this term, yeah. a hoe phase when you're a public figure? Because everyone, oh. man, woman, whatever, it doesn't matter, has a hoe phase, maybe after a breakup or whatever, where you don't want something serious. I'm like to figure it out. That's a, <laughs> that's a scary place to be if, like, you're worried people are going to share your DMs or... Oh, I'm so... I just got Hinge because I, I was on Raya, which, like, it's not even that cool. It's really not. And it's honestly, a bunch of, like, chefs and comedians. Well, that would be great. No. Not even? No. It's like, I don't even know who these people are, which is fine, but they just want to chat on the app. And I'm like, okay, nobody asks you on a date. Like, everyone's just wanting to, like, chit-chat. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not here to chit-chat. You're I'm not here like, no chit-chatting. No. I honestly should put that in my bio. So I got hinged because I was like, maybe these people are... Because, like, everyone says, like, oh, Raya is for, like, 
I hate to say it, but like clout chasers, like people that just want to like get ahead in life and date the right people. But, but isn't Ben Affleck on that? I don't know. He, he was. I haven't came across him yet. He got but... exposed on it. Oh, see, that's Someone's so was like, sweet. you're not Ben Affleck. Then he sent the person a message being like, hey, it's me, Ben Affleck. Uh, then she posted it online. That's so shitty. Ruining the merit of the... Of the uh, Literally. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I don't want anyone to screenshot. Not that it, there's anything that crazy, but I'm like, it's embarrassing. Like... It's your dating profile, so I just got hinged, so I might get exposed soon. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I just, I really, I, I'm, I'm really busy with work as well. Like, I am really ambitious, and I, I do kind of like just do my own thing, and then, you know. So you whatever. haven't had you know. haven't had the standard traditional welcome to LA no. walk of shame. No. It is the best. Look at the palm trees. I know. And the LA walk of shame <laughs> is literally. You got well. Well, it's not too late for that, and I don't mean that isn't there's any shame, stride of pride, whatever you want to call it. There we go. Love going, that. Going easy on the bumps here. Um, so Virginia. Um, oh boy, I picked all the potholes yeah. here. Virginia uh, motto. Uh, Virginia is for lovers. Yeah. Then you become at least briefly a disliked person. Ooh, yeah. Uh, how does that feel? Hated. <laughs> um, like I thought I was. I honestly thought it was going to be worse. I was like, I'm going to be the biggest villain of all time, like leading up to the finale. You outcharmed the edit. Oh, thank you. You did what Logan did on Bachelor in Paradise. Thank Logan you. was built for the villain edit, and he was right. like, nah, man, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, like, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think you can compl- you can villainize people for, through edits and stuff like that for sure. But at, at the end of the day, that's what's, like, so special about social media is, like, you get to take the power back, and you get to show who you really are and show what you're aligned with and whatever. And I think, like, Clayton and I kind of did that after the show. Um, and he's a solid guy. He is. Yeah, you he's know. a good human. Like, at the end of the day, he had really good intentions. I saw myself in him. Oh, really? When, oh, when it comes to, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do the right thing, and I'm just going to tell everybody, you yeah. know, full oh, disclosure. I, I would have taken the bait every step of the way. It's an yes. untenable position. There is no, it's a win. multiple choice with no right answer. One, that's the best way to say it. You like, know? truly, that's the show. I really think that, like, the lead is one of the worst positions you can be put in. You can't win. And because... is that why you turned it down? <laughs> No. How no. many times did they ask you? No. I'll bleep it out. How many times? <laughs> I'm bleeping it out regardless, so people can wonder what they want. No, you would have been a great lead, but like, what Thank do you, you? Yeah, I mean, it's like, what do you get out of it? Our friend Katie Thurston there was chew, chewed up for trying to like do the right thing, and it just seems, yeah, and, you know. But so this past season, and I don't want to talk too much about Bachelor, but uh, here we are. Um, this, <laughs> please continue. Here we go. But uh, I got to sell some <laughs> podcasts here. This past season, we had um, uh, uh, Katie Bigger winning and saying she yeah. was going to maintain her friendship with um, Gabby. But it's got to be kind of difficult. Have you maintained or had any friendship with Rachel or Gabby from your season? Not really, to be honest. Um, I've definitely reached out to them and I tried to support them as much as I could through their seasons, like, especially when things got really tough on the internet or when I saw things appearing, I would try to shoot them text messages and just say, Hey, like, you're incredible. You're wonderful. Um, proud of you, whatever. Um, but yeah, it just hasn't really been reciprocated. And like, honestly, that's okay. Like I totally get it. And like, yeah, that's, that's just life sometimes. 
it's like just like the lead has a hard time winning the per, the person who ends up with the lead <laughs> is the winner even if it's not long term yeah. of the show and then you've got the other contestants that bond over not winning so you almost don't have the same common denominator yeah. which can be difficult it is difficult i think um and also it was a really tumultuous ending I'm sure that... Like, really? I don't remember. Oh, you're not familiar with it? <laughs> How did it go? Oh, that's yeah, you, so weird. You, you bounce out. That's a long flight home. Yeah, I didn't have a, a phone either. You're broke. Yo, you, they didn't even give you your phone back no, at that point? No, not until I got to my layover. So what are you, like, reading magazines on the flight? I was writing letters to my one-year-old niece and nephew. My newborn niece and my one-year-old nephew. We're so addicted to our phones. When I was like, I love you so much. And like, when you're 18, I hope you're proud of me. Turbulence and shit. <laughs> like, literally, I was like, I might die, but like, I hope you find this journal. They're, they're like, Aunt Susie, why are there tear marks? Yeah, like, well, yeah, literally slipping 20s in as I folded up. Like, that's Dude, all I have. We're so addicted to our phones. It's why the show has gotten crazier because it takes away yeah. our, our weighted blanket there. I mean, I had the other day, I had to charge my phone but I also had to use the bathroom. And I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to the bathroom I mean, with no phone. I need, I'm going to go something. learn something in my mind. <laughs> I'm going out there. Going to meditate. I always laugh at her when I'm like, you know, she, you know, we have, we have what's called device free time, DFT. Oh, love that. Because we'll just start getting on our phone. And like, maybe you do have work to do, but it's hard to know if work, play, you start scrolling. Yeah. And in a relationship, you have to find those moments of like, not just time together, but quality time together. Yeah. So you and Clayton didn't work out. But one of the healthiest breakups, like, so explain mm-hmm. that. I mean, is this a common theme that you can just uh, be cordial? Like, or, like, explain this. Yeah, I would say the only, I've had four exes total, like in my whole, Clayton's my fourth. Um, the first one is the only one I'll say shit about because he was a crazy mofo, like crazy Stuff honestly, I can't even say it out loud. Was it crazy during the relationship, or did the breakup facilitate both. the? Okay. I thought I was crazy during the relationship, and then at the end. So this is like you know, it's so bizarre. I'll say it. He basically told my family he had cancer when he never had cancer. Yeah. Yeah. It was so like that's the type of person he was, where he was wow. so manipulative. Like I tried to break up with him, and he pulled that card. So it was. How like did he go about? Wild. Did, did anyone question his cancer? We, my mom and I did, but we didn't. We couldn't because you're like, no one's gonna lie about that. But we both were like, this is awfully, like, strange timing. Did he say what type of cancer he had? Skin cancer and like oh, he was going through. Cancer. Yeah, I know. I'm like classic. Come on. I'm like, yeah, everyone. Give, give us a pancreatic. <laughs> I'm like, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> we all have skin cancer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was like, it, like stuff like that. So he's the only guy of all the guys I've dated where I'm like truly manipulative, like just bad person. And he has like so much, he's tried to contact me so many times over the years in my family. It's so weird. Um, he probably has a lot of deep guilt. I'm, I'm sure. I'm not going to blame you whatsoever, <laughs> but I will say pretty women will bring out the worst in a man due <laughs> to you. their own issues. My wife had a similar story where and luckily like when her and I started dating I was pretty secure but I've, I've had my yeah. own attachment issues and things like that yeah. but like boy the kicking and screaming a child will do when they don't get their toy now right. now match that with a grown man's size it can be quite scary I think my, yeah. my I, well I'll bleep this out but she had a gun pulled on her <gasps> And this is you and me in a relationship has to pay the price for somebody. Yes. I think it was upside down. Um, so, 
I got multiple audio going on here. <laughs> but I've got to pay the price of someone else's, you know, the baggage that comes is because totally. of other issues they had. And has it changed your outlook in, mm-hmm. in how you pursue relationships? Yeah, I think that's one. Yeah, I definitely. I, I did not tolerate lying to this day. If you if you lie about one thing, like, I mean, you probably shouldn't tell me if I look bad, but, like, other than that, like, if you lie about your location or who you're with or something like that, like, I am not going to be somebody that's, like, texting, tell me who's there. Like, I am the least controlling person, at least in my mind, compared to, like, how I see other people handle their relationships. But the second I find out there's a lie, I, I literally broke up with one of the nicest, actually, like, one probably the nicest guy I kind of regret it because he did lie to me about something and it was, was it a trivial lie or was mm, it a it was kind a, of a big lie and it was like to cover for somebody else who was doing something wrong he had melanoma <laughs> as well <laughs> you just make these guys lovesick <laughs> and so I broke up with him but like he really was a nice guy and he it was like the only time he ever lied to me it was like a year in and I was like I told you from the beginning like I will never tolerate lies because because they bleed into other aspects of your life. And, like, I was with a liar, a cheater, for two years. You got, cheated, you got I, cheated on? He che- that's how the liar, that's how it ended. I got cheated on. Um, and so... Did, he cheat, did you see what the person looked like that he cheated? Not that it matters, but did, <laughs> yeah. you, did you, like... Yeah. Did, did it force you to kind of judge, like, what, what's, what does no, she have that I don't? No, yeah. It was actually so bizarre because, like, I couldn't believe it. It was... But it wasn't, it wasn't a physical thing where it was, like... I, like looking back I was like trying to find the piece of like what was it like why why her like was she is she prettier does she have a better body like oh she was she was really short she was like really petite and I'm pretty tall so I was like maybe it's because she's petite and I'm too big and I'm like too bulky like I, I went through all of those things that really mess with my head um but at the end of the day I'm like that was a him thing that was never a me oh, yeah. thing you know what I mean it was like and I figured that out later he had always had like a flirty relationship with her and she was leaving our, it was, this was in college. She was, he was leaving our campus and he was like, I felt like it was like our one chance to connect or whatever. So I was like, okay, we'll go connect now that she's gone because now I'm gone too. So but yeah, he's the only guy that I look back and have anything bad to say about all the other boyfriends. I don't stay friends with them. Like I haven't called either of my two ex-boyfriends in years but I've been able to maintain friendly relationships, which I imagine is which what can be tough. Will, will be as well. You know, friendly, but we probably won't be friends forever. You know? Do you get jealous if there's a rumor that he's dating someone? Like, is there, is there even mm-hmm. if you're not together, is there still some of that feeling? I think... Because you can say you want someone to be happy all, all you want, but, like, there's still like, kind of, like, be happy, yeah. but, like, with someone not... Who looks like me? Yeah, yeah, just don't be happier than you were when you were <laughs> yeah. with me. That's what we want, right? Yeah. We're like, I want them to be happy, but like one rung below. Yeah, but like success, I find. No, you fumbled the bag. <laughs> <laughs> he fumbled the bag, so did he break up with you? Oh no! Well, like it was kind of it was. Everyone thought that I broke up with him, but it was kind of mutual. Um, Guys think... killed it on social media. Oh yeah, your social media. Oh, you guys doing that other. elliptical commercial thing? <laughs> that was solid. Thank you. Really good work. I had so much fun. Like that. I mean, I love doing that stuff in general. Like that's my passion. So. Oh yeah. You know that's what I want to do. That's why and I'm he's out a good in LA. straight. He's a good straight man. Mm-hmm. Like he played a good straight man. He's um, really good. Now, obviously, is it well? Is it weird? Is this the first time? I mean, it's probably the first time you've seen bunch of people be so invested in your thing like how does that play into a breakup 
Um, knowing that people are like, no, get back together. Because, I, I mean, I, I'm part of it. When you said, I'll be critical, and yeah. I don't know anything about this, so this is pure ignorance. Yeah. But when you when you guys said, like, well, sometimes you're not meant to be, I'm like, did you try hard enough? <laughs> <laughs> like, who the fuck am I to tell no. you what to do? Yeah, we tried. I mean, that's the thing is, like, so many people do DM me, even still, like, I hope you get back together. Like, things can change. People can grow. But I was like, there, we truly were so different, Clayton and I. Like, so different. We both agreed that I have never fought or argued with somebody as much as I fought and argued with him. And mm. he felt the same about me. Like, he was like, I ne- he's only had one ex, and it was back in college. And he was like, I've, I never fought with her like I fight with you. And I was like, same. I've, I am not a confrontational person. But we butted heads on everything. And, like, it was, it was this really tough balance because we loved each other so much. And I could see all the good in him and we had all this fun together, but then we fundamentally disagreed about almost everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that can happen. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I mean, what, what's the um, biggest takeaway that you learned from either him or from just the relationship? I think, well, one thing that I really learned from him that was great and it speaks to his character is that he was genuinely so willing to grow and evaluate himself and he constantly was there were so many things that I won't repeat because they were huge red flags in a funny way where he would be like you know dating you I realized that well one thing I can say that's like not crazy but he was he said something one time where he was like you know I realized like I used to think I was the best boyfriend because the example of the men around me when he was on a you know, D1 football team, he's like, all these guys would go out and cheat on their girlfriends. And he's like, I never cheated. And he's like, I thought it was the best boyfriend. Yeah, the bar so well and I was like, athletes. literally, I was like, that is the minimum. I was like, that doesn't make you a good boyfriend. That makes you a decent human being. Like, that's the standard. And he was like, no, I know, I know. But like, I used to think that that's what made me a good boyfriend. He's like, and with you, I realized like your expectations are high. Like your standards are high. Like my character, my moral, my my leadership, like everything that makes me a strong individual, like that's what matters to you. Not just that I'm not going to cheat on you. Like you have standards for me. And I was like, yeah, I do. And I think guys will play up or down to the boundaries that are set. You're a great interview, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, It's like so natural and fun and very thoughtful, provoking. Do you have a worst interview? I'll bleep it out. (laughs) I'll bleep your mouth. I'm going to bleep it all. Anything controversial. All All the bad stuff. Don't. I'm not here to... I'm not here to, like, uh, you know, exploit you. No, please exploit me. That will go on my soundbar. Please exploit me. Please exploit me. Um, no, I do have a worse interview, but, like, you have to be because it and was so And why was so Nick's sweet. interview so bad? <laughs> it's not Nick's. <laughs> Nick's interview's always think, been great. He I does think push the boundaries, I think though. it's good that you go on his... It's smart for your brand because he's, he's got a very large platform. Oh, and also... Nick and Natalie have been, they've been so great to me, in all honesty. Like, I know, I know Nick is controversial. He may see this clip. I don't know. Nick, uh, yeah, I know. Nick, Nick's a smart businessman. So I give smart. him so much credit oh for gosh, what he yeah. does. I can still criticize him. Like, I make, right. I, if I was saying this, like, if his podcast, if he was Jared from Help I Suck at Dating, I wouldn't cover it so much because it's not as popular. Mm-hmm. You got the number one podcast or yeah. one of the top podcasts. We're going to discuss it. And, but right. business wise, I mean, he's done 
all, he's made all the right moves. Yeah, and same, like, I think he probably respects that as well, just because, like, he does the same thing. Where even with the show, I think that's really hard for people that go on the show and they hear the criticism, like, he's going to criticize because that's, you know, a part of his show. So I think he respects that to an extent where it's like, yeah, like, I'm going to get criticism um, but one of the best, actually one of the no, best. No, you were going to say the worst. Oh, sorry. I thought oh, you were going to say the worst Oh, one. the worst. Well, it, it, you have to believe it because it was a little. Zachary it was like a, reality. No. no. <laughs> name everybody. Oh, my we God. We love you, Zach. We love you. We love Zach. No, it was. Um, and I, so, like, it was pretty bad. So you have to bleep it because, like, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> oh, but you know? it was just a bad. It was just, it was a bad, just bad. Yeah, okay. it was like really kind of weird. We'll like, let people oh. speculate on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it can be tough. I mean, but uh, you know, you're easy to talk to. How has date? What was dating like? I'm not saying you had a a like physical glow up because of Bachelor, mm-hmm. but you're in the age where you learn the most about your body, what yeah. works, what doesn't work, and you kind of become, you start to become the best version of yourself. Yeah. So like, how how was dating pre-show, early twenties, college versus? now and not just dating but just just uh, what has the show taught you about your own level of confidence so that's a great question i've had a whole evolution of body and you know beauty awareness and how that's like affected me but like when i was a young a young buck you know 27 (laughs) (laughs) two years ago no when I was like 1920 I was so insecure about my body my face I thought I was like just I thought I was just like this hideous creature I I hated the way that I looked for so long even my young teens like I just hated the way I looked and it's interesting because I was like always surrounded by the you know pageant world from the time I was 17 until uh 26 when I went to Miss USA like I that was kind of on my radar and I, yeah, I really struggled with self-esteem. And my first two boyfriends, I was really insecure. I just didn't, I just never felt good enough. And then um, I went to Japan. I kind of had like my awakening of, of myself, you know, where I was like just more aware of my body, more aware of my sexuality, like more aware of so many things that had nothing to do with just like how people perceive me and my physical appearance. And I just, I gained all this confidence that was rooted from within rather than like physical. And I had this like truly unshakable confidence. Like before going on the show, I was so strong because of who I was on the inside, not because of anything on the outside, but I really think like leading up to the show, I was like in the best shape of my life. I was so happy in my life. Like I was just so comfortable and confident in who I was and what I brought to the table as a partner. Like I, I knew I was a good partner. I knew I was a good person. Um, and I did definitely have a, like a true physical glow up as well. Like I, and that's part of mental, you radiate through yes. your body positivity that mm-hmm. shows in the physical world. It really did. Like, I, I think I posted this glow up video and some people were like, oh, you went from dark hair to light hair. But I'm like, no, but there was so much more to it than that. Like, even like figuring out your style and I'm still doing that, but you know, style and um, how you carry yourself, just your confidence, like so much of that grew over the years. And then I will be honest, I think that based on what happened on the show and my experience, if I had had that same experience like five years ago, it could have like crushed me or maybe six or seven years ago but I was so freaking confident and strong that despite feeling like the world hated me I maintained this confidence and um 
I feel like I was able to walk away from the show and be like, I'm fine. Like in here, I'm fine. And there were so many days where I was like genuinely devastated and like, holy crap, this is so painful. How am I going to get through this? And my parents would be like genuinely be worried. They'd be like, are you okay? And I was like, I know this is literally just a part of like, what's going to make me stronger. So like, even though I was suffering and struggling and going through it, which I didn't really share with the world, I knew it was going to be the thing that makes my character stronger and makes me more empathetic and makes me more loving and compassionate to people. Um, Boy, empathy is a funny one, isn't it? Like mm -hmm. you, I've only been publicly shamed to a small level, but it's almost like an, it's almost like the vaccine Yeah. because I got just enough without having too much, but I, I learned so much about myself and I didn't, I didn't realize having done a decade of stand up that I could let so many strangers affect mm. my well-being. Now, how, now the most important question is how are you doing right now? Good. I'm doing great. Um, I will say at the end of my relationship with Clayton, it was, I was in a pretty dark place and I think that that was a big part of why we broke up. And that's why I think a big part of why Clayton knew we had to break up as well. So you're going to get back together now? No. <laughs> no. No. Hey, I relationships mean, are there to teach you things. Yeah. And, and sometimes you can grow with them, but it's not, they're not there to smother each other. You kind of grow next to each other and then you part ways. Yeah. If, if, if this, if the lesson is learned, you know. It was. And I think, I don't think the relationship was good for my mental health is kind of what I got out of it. Like I. A lot of pressure. Pressure. And with us just like, I think I didn't feel completely accepted for who I was, to be honest. By him? Yeah. And... Well, you're so different. We're so different. You're, like, creative, and he's got a very analytical brain, which he has said has helped him out. Yeah. Kind of learning, like, he needs to, you know... Uh, uh, I think I think when he was de developing his website, he said you mm -hmm. offered him a lot of help and, like, you know, not needing to do everything himself, but hiring people that mm -hmm. can be creative and don't quit if it doesn't work for the first time. I mean, yeah. what, what's that like? It must be coming up in, in working in, in the arts and cinematography and as a wedding videographer that... It, like you, you weren't handed things the way someone on The Bachelor is handed things. They're handed the title of The Bachelor, and they're supposed to just be an influencer. Yeah. But you kind of came up knowing a little bit more about tech. I would assume. I don't mean mm -hmm. to speak for you, but it was that what what it was that you were a creative mind and he wasn't. I think that's a big part of it. Like we had, I think, I I, I feel like I'm a broken record, but I'm like, we like fundamentally we viewed everything differently from. The way we, um, are you good? Yeah. Okay. I was just saying if I missed a text message from okay. Tasha. Sorry. Um, you're good. Yeah, do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped her off here, so she's not here, so we'll mm. just keep going. I'll, we'll finish okay. this up. Sorry about that. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, um, it's hard to coordinate as I'm driving. Oh, I'm, I'm like, sure. <laughs> Let me know if you need help at no, all. No, 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 you're good. Sorry. We'll so, yeah, so I think just, like, fundamentally, we... We're so different. Like, I had a different view of what I wanted my life to look like versus what he wanted his life to look like. I never, like, imagined a traditional life for myself. Um, I do want children. Like, I want a family eventually. Um, and soon, I think, in the next five years, hopefully. But um, I never expected to, like, meet or my husband to be people that just, like, clock in for a nine-to-five and then clock out and, like, live for the weekends. Like, that's not my vibe at all. Like, I'm just... I don't know. I want my life to be a creative journey and a, like, 
adventure, to be honest. I've always, I've always lived like that. So, and I, I'm a big believer in building your own equity because you mm-hmm. clock in and out, you give someone else the permission to yeah. fire you, to downsize. Everyone's like, oh, but I love my job and my health insurance. It's like AI is about to replace you. Oh, <laughs> like, exactly. Oh my God, it really is. I, I was curious how you felt. Any, what's the most dramatic thing you've seen as a wedding videographer? <laughs> Have you had any like day of canceling? Have you had grooms hitting on you? No, never had grooms Give hitting on me. Give us the deets. Wait, I have the craziest story. I didn't witness it, but some a wedding planner told me it. It's actually disgusting. Can I share it? Please. Okay. So a bride got so drunk at her wedding that, you know, when they do the big exit and they have like the sparklers and you run through the sparklers at the end, yeah. she was so effed up that she was like about to throw up. So somebody brought her a bucket. She pulls her panties down, sits on the bucket, and takes a shit in front of everybody. <laughs> and she was so drunk. She doesn't remember any of it, but the photographer and videographer caught all of it. That's a very bridesmaid story. That's like, it's That's... literally like bridesmaids, but but worse because it's real. Oh my gosh, I can't tell yeah. you, I can't tell you of all of the issues my wife and I have had traveling and, and exploring the world, yeah. our wedding did not have one problem. Not one thing went wrong. It was the perfect level of drinking and partying and wow. every, yeah, we, we could not have gotten luckier. I we, love that. We had a plan to go to see the cenote the day before and we, and we had about 40 or 50 people at the wedding and they had just found out that uh, E. coli was at the cenote, which oh is like leads to people shitting their pants and getting really sick. I'm like, yeah. we're not doing this. Never mind. No, I don't need mass <laughs> diarrhea at the wedding. wedding. The day after the wedding, you're on your own, but yeah. not during the wedding. You have to make it through the party. I had people ask me That's too, they were like, so did, you guys, did you guys consummate the the marriage the night of I go I go listen we had an open bar and a ton of food yeah I passed out on the toilet the night of the (laughs) wedding I was done as you should my wife's like taking a photo of me like for the next day I'm like look we got our whole lives to consummate this thing I'm I'm going to sleep (laughs) absolutely yeah no it's I mean it's got to be you you learn a lot about that for me I've learned what the messages what the the messages of a wedding and it is learning how to communicate because there's nothing harder than planning a wedding and shit like we we're pretty good at each like doing our own thing um but like we had to be together in you know if for all of that on every decision and if you can't survive that hurdle just just call it off you know like that's the final i had a buddy who called off his wedding a week before (gasps) oh my gosh but honestly better to do it then then than have to get a divorce is it no yeah i I think so i think so like did you pay i want to know if you already paid for the cake just or do you just have a party and not make it legal well there was that one yeah that one gal from from bachelor she um trumbull was her last name i can't remember her Hmm. first name do you know this one Mm -mm. she was supposed to get married in portugal called it off a week or two before and just ended up having a gal's trip oh fierce Love yeah that. i was like well i mean <laughs> Pop yeah. off, sis. imagine imagine paying for your flight and then some bride's yeah. like no nah, i don't think so it's like no we're going we're to portugal, going to portugal. <laughs> it's happening yeah that's I fair i got my wax already we're doing it no that's fair um i'll do one loop and i'll drop you back here but okay. hey how's the coffee it's your first it's time so drinking good it. yeah this is my first time having the yeah. shaken espresso um, pretty good so good by the way i was actually at it was a beach day it was a beach day about a year ago i don't know the date uh-huh. when i w- saw a tiktok i was on the beach getting my tan on and i saw a tiktok that mm-hmm. said clayton cheated on you oh with somebody gosh. that's where i was yeah and i was like do i make a story about it now it's windy <laughs> i don't have good cell phone reception yeah. and it became a wild thing yeah you were working i was working a wedding 
How did you, Horrible. did someone tell you or did your phone just Horrible. blow up? My phone bl- was blowing up. I was in Santinez, California. He was in Arizona. And I was, I just finished filming a wedding, uh, res- no, the ceremony. My phone's blowing up. I get a text from Clayton. He's like, hey, super weird. Like this girl's claiming that I cheated with her last night. I didn't have time to look at the details. So I didn't see that she said it was in New York. So at that point, it's a he said, she said for you. Totally. And I like didn't know Clayton that well. In all honesty, he was about to move into my apartment. And I was I was kind of against the moving into my apartment, but he was adamant. He was like, no, we need to live together. I was like, okay, crazy. Um, <laughs> so I, what, what was the percentage of trust? Because you already said you've had some trust issues. Yeah. So what percentage did you believe him? I believed him, I would say 95%. Um, like the, when I got the text and then I got her message, I was like, shit. And I texted him and I was like, honestly, I'm not going to roast you. I'm not going to out you. But if you cheated on me, just tell me. And like, I'm not coming to Arizona tomorrow. I was literally going to fly to Arizona the next day and drive across country with him. And I was like, it's cool. We're just going to break up. It's fine. Just be honest. And he was like, I swear to God, Susie, like, I promise you I would never do that. And I was like, okay, I trust you. But the proof what? Well, it was so weird. <laughs> I trust you, but let's get some proof. Oh, yeah. I was like, I literally said in that moment, I was like, because she had sent me, like, it was so intricate. It was so weird. I didn't know where he lived. She sent me a screenshot. She's like, this is his house. She circled it. She was like, um, he, this is like a picture of, you know, his phone with the Uber on it and like sent me all this stuff. And she's like, I swear to God, like I would have never done it if I had known you were with him. And I was like, damn, like, it just seemed so legit. And I was like, she's adamant that she knows for a fact it was him. As if you guys didn't need, you know, like, as if you guys had any. Clayton, yeah. He was kind of, like, on, you know, on the edge already. And then this really was not good for his mental health. Um, and but, he said you he said you were the one who stopped him from suing her. I definitely. Talked well, I was not even suing, but he was, like, really heavily messaging her back and he was like take the video down now like this is bad blah 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 like he was going back and forth with her and she was messaging me and she was like um she was like sobbing and she was like this is gonna it's a, there's an article about me it's gonna affect what you know master's program I get into it's gonna change my career I won't be able to get a job like and I was like girl like just take the video down and move on with your life like we're not trying to like ruin your life but I was like trying to be gentle with her because I was like, okay, she's like a 19 year old, like dummy that. Which is also the age of that kid who just gave away the national secrets. Who's probably going to get life in prison. Oh, so it's like right. 18. <laughs> I understand. I understand you're, you're more graceful than the law would be. Uh, like the law would yeah. be, the law would be like, no, you're an adult. You did this. I was, but, yeah. I was like, be like, hold yourself accountable, like get it together. But I also was like very much like okay I think at the end of the day I was thinking like mental health and I was like I don't want her to do anything dramatic yeah you know what I mean that's where it really came from but Clayton was like like I mean Clayton had been through the ringer with everything and he was like oh, this yeah. is like he, she messed with the wrong guy the last thing I point. need and honestly shout out to Bachelor Nation fans because you guys not that it's necessarily a good thing but you guys like came for this girl isn't that he, funny it's like I loved it. it's like Bachelor Nation's like we make fun of him yes I love that <laughs> that's for us to do <laughs> we like, cause him emotional duress yes you guys can't and she lied through her teeth uh, yes and she lied and she, I, she you know she was talking to me so she must have been <gasps> talking to dozens of people oh my god, trying to get her story right and it's like look she found some guy that might have said something like I look like you know whatever yes. and she ran with it 
And if she was true, she would have tracked the guy down. It's right? 2023. You can track a guy down. Yeah. But God bless her for that story. But, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah. So, so as soon as he, as soon as he, um, recovers from that, I mean, I guess, did you immediately, like, what was the point where you went from 95% to hundred percent when he showed you his. Yeah. When he, when I realized that she said New York city, I was like, Oh, I was like, I literally FaceTimed him last night and he was in Arizona like in his brother's apartment. So I was like, okay, I was like 98%. And then she was like, he must have taken a flight, like a red eye, like, I don't know. And I was like, what the hell? So I... Yeah, he flew to New York yeah. in, the, in the dead of night to go hook up with a college a girl. A random girl. So, but she was so convincing. I was gonna say like, I'll pull up the messages. It is bizarre when you look at the messages, she's like adamant. She's like, I swear to God, I know for a fact it was him. I know this is crazy. Like, I'm just trying to help you. Like, it was so bizarre. And you, and you want to believe people, but the social media age has incentivized yeah. people to fabricate these types of things. Right. And so I, I felt totally fine. Like that night when I went to bed, I only asked him twice. I asked him at the very beginning. I said, just tell me if it's true. And then before bed, I was like, I know this is crazy, but like you've not had any communication with her. You've not had any relationship with her prior. Like you've got no connection to her. And he was like, I swear on my life, like never have I heard of this girl before until today. I was like, okay. Yeah, you need a non-bachelor person now. You need some right? some accountant. No, you you don't want that, but someone who's got their thing going on. No, totally. That can like, travel with you, but also like leave you alone and not yeah. cause. Yeah. That's like the dream is just like a normal person with a normal job, but who's open to like a creative lifestyle. There you go. Well, also, good luck to you. Was this you. was this the um, your favorite driving podcast you've done? My favorite. Not one. bad, right? Yeah. I was gonna say I was roasting Clayton this morning. If you want to see. So he just, um, or yesterday, he got, he's getting a studio apartment before he buys. and In Scottsdale? In Scottsdale. And he was like, let's have a like competition. Who's going to have the better apartment? And I was like, this is the mood board for your <laughs> new <laughs> yeah, some psychopath. <laughs> and a beanbag chair. Oh, just, yeah. I'm like, ew, Clayton, he used to have one. He's getting another one. And so he sent me a voice in bag. It's pretty funny, but I, I won't play it. But, it. but we were roasting each other this morning, so, so like, still all is good. Still talking, folks. That's what they want us to believe. Um, <laughs> well, thanks again. Um, anything anything we left on the table here that you want to mention? No. This was so fun. Yeah, I appreciate you doing it. You're my yeah. fr- I've only just started this. Um, when I can afford a studio, I'll start doing <laughs> studio. No, but I actually like this. Uh, well, thank you so much for doing the podcast Driving with Dave. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Glad to be here. All right. Until next time. Until next time.